This week's episode is brought to you by ThatKevinSmithClub.com. That's right, man. If you can't get enough of the sound of my voice, then you could surf on over to ThatKevinSmithClub.com, join up, watch Wake and Bake five days a week, listen to Plus One, so much more. ThatKevinSmithClub.com. What are you waiting for? Join the club. Mike, we are live. We are. We live are live. From the Secret Stash. Good morning. Listen to that music. It's deafening. Oh, my <laughs> God. So loud. Oh, oh, so loud. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Live from the Secret Stash. I am Christian Cordez, one of three hosts, joined as always by. Not much. Whoa. I heard myself again. But uh, I'm joined by the ever so wonderful. I'm Michael Zapsick. And also to my right. Julia Zapsick. The beautiful Julia Zapsick. Hello. The Julia best. Julia Zapsick. She is the best, isn't she? Absolutely. Yes. So, um, yeah. So how you doing, man? Doing good. You feel like talking nerdy to me? I'm going to talk nerdy to you, buddy. I love it. Sweet. Um, <laughs> so this week, uh, oh my goodness, where do we start? So last week was we had the the, the big old uh, 25th anniversary of the Secret Stash. Can't thank you folks enough. Oh, boy, did we. Uh, boy, boy, howdy. And uh, it was a lot of fun, did a lot of stuff. Then we came on last Wednesday, exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I slept through most of it. And uh, you were. <laughs> if you asked me to, to, to recite what we talked about last week, I couldn't tell you. Not a damn. I, I <laughs> I'm did, sorry. Did we talk about, did yeah. we speak English? It was mostly gibberish, which yeah. was one of my favorite. Um, it is my favorite language. I speak gibberish fluently. <laughs> and um, so we, we took. Uh, a couple of days, I had a, a passing in my family. Uh, my dear sister-in-law, uh, Donalyn Giegrich Zapsik, uh, passed away. And Thursday and, and uh, part of Friday, we were, you know, doing family stuff. And then Saturday and Sunday, um, we went. We actually did something very cool. We did some outside stuff Saturday, and it was a gray dingy weekend. It was rainy and just not fun, and it was cold. Yeah, and I, for me, that's like the the light before or the dark before the uh, the dawn. And every May, there's there's that it's cold and rainy and sloppy. There's and, like that last leftover weekend of yeah, shit. Yeah, there, and it's like winter being like, hey, you know what? Go fuck yourselves. Uh, I'm going to you're gonna see me again, but here. <laughs> Let me spit on you before I leave. I spit my last breath at thee. (laughs) That's exactly. It's con. You are con. And yeah, that's pretty much what it does. Um, It's like a dog that comes into your house and takes a dump on your rug. That's exactly. And then it goes away. And then we, and then we get 90 degree weekends from moving forward, moving forward. But no, we have had, uh, God bless New Jersey. We have had spring. Yes. So I'm very happy about that. At least that. two days of spring. We had two days of spring. <laughs> and it's, it was glorious, folks. Oh, man. So, yeah, that that's – so we did that stuff. But on Sunday, we got up early, and I dragged this poor, beautiful young lady and my youngest son on a um, – we went on a comics crawl. We actually – there was Ooh. a comic well, book con. Yeah, yeah. It was more of a – just a just – a, Point of information. So when we say comics crawl, it's been something that the family's done forever, right? Hmm. And what we'll typically do is we will pick a place to eat, right? One time it was like the, the best wings in New Jersey. Other time it was the best pizza in New Jersey. So we'll pick a place or even out of state, we'll pick a place to eat and then we'll just Google like comic book comic shops book around shops there. And around then we just there. go to all the comic book shops ah. and hang out and meet people. And it's awesome. That's so cool. This yeah. was, this was like an abridged comics crawl because we had a we had a particular mission we um we met and have become friendly with uh, a guy down in south jersey who's basically the godfather of comics and collectibles in south jersey yeah. in central jersey area and he organizes several events throughout the year where he invites this is who you kiss the ring yeah well yeah his name is bill bean and he runs yeah. he runs frankenstein comics frankenstein comics yep what a uh, great name yeah it is it is a great name uh, it's not in swedesboro but it's close to uh, it's very close to swedesboro yeah. swedesboro glassboro area like exit two on the parkway okay. for those of you who like, I like to this nerdy, yeah. i like this nerdy mm-hmm. family tradition I might apply that to my own. Parkway, 
uh, exit two is Lake Cape May. Oh, sorry, Turnpike. turnpike yes, yeah. yes, yes, no, Turnpike. I'm not, You're right. I'm not, I'm not correcting you to be a dick. I'm no, 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 no. Correct me because I don't want you to end up like, in Atlantic City looking I? for a uh, parkway yeah. for like 27 <laughs> hours. And it's like, Are we there yet? But, he, but Bill knows pretty much everybody in Jersey when it comes to comics, and he runs great shows. And we always walk away. I mean, we came home with what, like four or five boxes this we came time. Up with- Four boxes of stuff. That, <laughs> yeah, and, and this is and this uh, is personal collection no, stuff. No, we bring it back store. for the store. I mean, every once in a while, I, actually, I did find a couple things that I want to read, like Poison Elves. I picked up a copy of Poison Elves. Poison Elves. Mm-hmm. I know. I haven't. I haven't gotten into it yet. I picked up a copy of of um. Oh gosh, the night the mouse guard. Mouse, uh, yes. Oh, Mouse Guard. Yeah. Actually yeah. We were supposed to. That was supposed to become a feature that once Disney bought Twentieth, they they axed it and i was so excited for no it no way because yeah. it, because i'll have to bring it in have you actually read it i've read parts of it okay. I, I do recall it when i finish it i, have, I know I have mike to bring i'm it sorry to you. yeah yeah yeah. It's... i read parts of it i read the parts that... i read the i read parts of it and the synopsis I and i was part, like i yeah. like it i read the part that the guy said that it's about mice i like the part sorts. with the thing in that yeah. place well so far <laughs> it's really cool and you know what it might be timely christian yeah they they might resurrect it because some of the some of the themes um, are pretty a bit prevalent. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I like that tradition in you. I, yeah. I would, uh, I would encourage the people at home to try that. Go on your own. Comic Sometimes crawl. we're able to hunt for other people. Like I took a couple of lists with me of folks that had sent in lists to request for comics at gmail.com. Which oh, ev- so you were on everyone... the lookout for something? Yeah. Okay. So people will send us. List, yeah. yeah, and he has okay. his list of things that he knows that reservists and folks are looking for. If you uh, look forward, look- yeah. Beyond that camera, I'm sorry, honey, I'm just cutting you off left and right, but right there, those two spinning racks, those are all, um, they're sets that we put together here. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're runs, there's, uh, you know, full storylines. I see a Kingdom Come right there. There's a Kingdom Come, mm-hmm. that's that's all first printings. There's Captain America Reborn. There's a whole bunch of, like, different storylines and uh, miniseries that we put together. And we have uh, a, a box that's just stuff that's going. You know, yeah. I've got like one, two, and four of that one. So I've got to find number, you know, three. Mm-hmm. So I, I go out looking and it's yeah. no fun to go on eBay. eBay's got just about everything, but it's no fun. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a the thrill of the hunt. It's it's not the looking through the bins and being like, aha, pay dirt. Right. Yeah, no, I, I get that completely. Yeah. So I think that I think that what I've been out with you now on three runs for the store where we just kind of go in and we you know, trade paperbacks, back issues, and I'm getting better, right? I think that my success rate this time at picking out books that Michael was like, oh, yeah, definitely, put that in the pile, was 75% this time. 75%. So it's gone from about 40% where I'd pick something up and be like, what about this? And he'd be like, mm, yes or no. This time it was like, I was pretty good, right? Yeah. Pick up some, oh, pick up some good stuff. Yeah. We got a question from Ed Weird. Are you guys ever going to do another live sale uh, auction? You did a few and they were fun. I haven't done one in a while. That's very true. That's mm-hmm. because, uh, Ed, I did not. Uh, Ed is one of our reservists. And, Ed, your stuff is going out today. Ed's the man. Ed is the man. Um, he's uh, he's an Uber fan. He's he and uh, let's give a shout out to a couple of our Uber fans. We got uh, Chris Hewitt, Scott Hoverman. And Mark Lamb. Mark, Mark Lamb. Lamb. And we've also it, got um, all the way up, Bill McCaslin. Bill McCaslin. Bill commented you, before the show started. Before the show started. started. <laughs> I love you, buddy. Um, that, and that's awesome because we pregame a little bit. Yeah, we did. We talk about stuff that we're not supposed to talk about, you know. Mm. But, um, yes, we will. Uh, and that gets me to something that I was going to um, reveal as well. So it's been a busy weekend. So Sunday, that's that took that out. So we get here and I'm very excited because we've got our three boxes and I'm like, yeah, baby, we're going to, we're going to, four boxes. boxes. We had four boxes. Yeah, uh, it was even more goodies. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So I I bring them all in and Julia had to run up to our business office and do some work there, do some work there. Mm -hmm. And she's like, when I get back, we'll go through the boxes and we'll do uh, sets and wall books. Mm hmm. So someone comes in and I'm I'm just gonna like skim this. Okay. Someone comes in and they sell me comics. And bam! And I am sorry, I'm gonna quote Jay. Bickety bam. It's like <laughs> holy crap, this was, was Bickety Bam. It was a beautiful collection. It was a beautiful collection. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. And I started I, I I have it's Wednesday. Haven't even gone into our boxes. 
Yeah. Wow. Four and you're, and you're still, still going through. And and that's after having bought a collection right before the event, which again, you know, it's still sitting in boxes because we just haven't had a chance. We're going to be able to dig in really this week, I think, and start to sort through some of that. So no, we have, it's, it's, it's been a great two weeks oh, in terms of, you know, getting some, some more great material and back issues in. So, um, yeah, it's you exciting. Des- you guys deserve it. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, you guys put so much effort into making this place better than it hasn't like then it has to be and but it's it's wonderful what you guys do here so the fact that you put in that much to make the experience even better for schmucks like me who come oh. in and want these books i'm well, like i'm selfish- the best and selfishly it's yeah. like there's a thrill knowing that you're going to be able to put something out that someone's going to come in and look for and they're going to find it in yeah. your store it's like they've been looking for it they've been looking for it you know it's hard to find it's hard to get they walk in they give you that look like you probably don't have this but and whenever you're able to turn to that person and be like actually just brought it in. Just, oh, just, just cool. processed it. And they're like, oh, and my gosh. Light up and just like, it was yeah, just for me. <laughs> I know, exactly. And that's how I feel when I go out on the hunt. Because we are hardwired. Because there's there's no hunting and gathering. There's, there's nothing like that for us anymore. Mm-hmm. Hunting and gathering is going shopping on Saturday yeah. or Sunday. And, you know, finding what you need at the grocery store. It's not, you know, we, we need that. As human beings, I need to... To have something like that, to have that, um, that experience, that, pri- that primal, you know, uh, that primal itch, satisfaction, that primal it's scratched where I get to go out and I get to hunt. Mm. And this is stuff that I'm, I'm like, all right. And the art of the negotiation and how am I going to get this? And will I get this for a good price? And how can I, you know, maximize our profits and yada, yada, yada. But mm-hmm. it's still like the hunt. It's where you pounce on. Yeah. You know, it's, it's I, I'm. I don't go out in like a loincloth and, you know, <laughs> you know that'd be a very, very face. different Not that you uh, wouldn't approach. You could get yeah, away if, with oh it. Oh my God. I if I could get away. Think like about how comfy, how comfy with that. So be. I've got like two boy. questions for you. One is from a comment and okay. then one is my own personal. Sure. So like, what's a comic? This is mine. What's a comic that you're on the hunt for right now? Right if now? you, if you feel like revealing it, if you don't want to reveal, it's okay. But I'm curious, like, what goes into like that's on the list for my hunt next? I got it. Um, what is on the list for the hunt next? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm looking for. I uh, to be honest with you, Christian, I've got here. I can pull it up on my phone. I've got a list that I keep going with that you keep adding to. Yes. Okay. Um, where are you? I am looking for. Um, Put it out there in the universe, man. If you if you want to, if you feel comfortable with it. If not, no worries. Gotcha. I'm looking for Justice League versus Avengers two and four. Okay, that's that's one of the things. And I'm also looking for um, Shadow of the Batman number three. It's elusive, but it's it's like a ten Shadow book. of the Batman. Yes, it was the reprints of all the Marshall Rogers and Steve Englehart run of Batman when he, when they did detective comics. Okay. And that's where you get the laughing fish. What age is that then? Uh, well, that is, the reprints of what the age? bronze age. Okay. Bronze slash copper. The, the bronze age started in, um, as I said before, in, in 69, mm-hmm. 69, 70, 72, about 87. That's the copper. And these no, are, the, that's the bronze age. And these copper are reprints age. of the books from those eras. Yes. So these came out comics college people. This is me learning. Yeah, so, okay. These are reprints, and this is the way we used to get them before trade paperbacks were widely um, circulated. Okay. Because everything was still on a monthly, month-to-month basis. So, you know, they would reprint these books and put a little extra in at the end, and they'd be a dollar book as opposed to, like, a 50-cent book. Yeah. Because it's printed on nicer paper, and you're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And, and I get to, to, uh, to get this at an affordable price because yeah. comic stores – very, very hard to find. Sort of like now, you know. Um, I mean, weren't comics? I mean, especially back in the day, weren't there weren't like specialty shops where there? I mean, there was more or less just like in the back of the grocery store and stuff like that. Like they were yeah, just a part they, of, were, they were at the pharmacy or at the Seven Eleven. They were on the squeaky racks that yeah. you see right over there that we still use in the secret stash. So you know, lots and lots of fun. Okay. Oh, and the second question was, uh, what was your best? In the wild grab from Mark Lamb. My best in the Ooh. wild grab. Wow, that's a great question. I got oh a. Oh my gosh, look, Jay and I match. I have, yes, my ADHD <laughs> is on full display. <laughs> Jay and I match. Well, See? yes, you do. 
15 bucks, awesome. little man. Yeah. Put this shit in my hand. Anyway. Um, you know what? I this goes for you, too. Sorry. I want to know. The, for both what? of you, best in the wild comic Avengers grab. 57, the first appearance of The Vision. Ooh. Yes. I got it for... I, I talked the guy down. We were negotiating. And this is... Uh, uh, comic during the comic book men when we were on uh, TV and we had a particularly good uh, convention mm-hmm. and we were in, I think it was, uh, was it Louisville? We were in Louisville. Ming and I were in Louisville, met Carrie Fisher. Oh, wow. Uh, it was amazing. She was great. We were only in town for like 38 hours, very specific number of hours. Cause we uh, could only be there for that long. Yet we were at the, the con for two days. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like really squeezed in. We we got there in the morning, went right to the the con floor. Um, didn't even check into our hotel until like later that evening. And uh, you know, then we had to be back here on. We left Sunday night. Oh wow! Like Sunday night at Take eight the red o'clock. Eye. We did. We took the red eye, and we had to be here to film uh, Comic Book Men on Monday. So it was actually really cool. That, so that's pretty that. awesome. Oh, wow. Well, that answers that question. There's a couple of questions here that mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I want to go down the list. Do you have any horror comics? Can you recommend any? I know you have quite a few horror comics. We have plenty of horror comics yeah. here. Uh, a lot of the indie titles are very horror-centric. Um, I believe House of Slaughter. Um, we just recommended a couple. I think it was the episode mm-hmm. that we kind of blazed tiringly through. <laughs> oh, yes. I- I'm sure we I'm sure we did. Uh, this is actually... All right. Now, if you... If you're looking for newer horror titles, mm-hmm. um, I hate this place. This is, it's really funky and it's not exactly what you expect. And I, I believe this was supposed to be called, I, the, the original title was Fuck This Place. <laughs> so sort of like uh, Fuck Fairyland. Yeah. And it became I Hate Fairyland. It's I Hate This Place and Fuck This Just Place. Fuck This Place. Um, which is very cool. So there's probably a, there's a, an uncensored version of that title somewhere. There is. Uh, Sandman has aspects of horror in it. Uh, that's, that's I would very, say so. Yes, that's a very horror horrific um, series to. Yeah, to I wouldn't say it's directly a horror series, but it does have some terrifying moments. Of course, um, there's a book that I'm also searching for. Um, actually, no, I'm not searching for. I'm waiting for them to be sent to me. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I am Legend by um richard matheson uh, wait a minute the yes. that will will smith movie wait isn't that originally called a mega man no it was i am legend and it was originally made into a movie back in the uh, early 60s with vincent price and it called last man on earth oh last man on earth and i mean if you're looking for a manly man i mean why not pull vincent price out yeah he's, he's your guy i i love vincent <laughs> price i think he is just amazing i love One of the ghosts egghead. oh my yes of course he is you know um he, he created he's Edward vincent Scissorhand. price come on yes he looks like a mad scientist for god's sakes it go, like it's one of those names where when you bring it up it goes without saying you know what i mean like vincent price to me like i remember growing up watch or listening well no he was in it he played vincent van gool in a, in in a Scooby Doo cartoon for a while. Of course he did. So I I I knew him from that, and then my mom was like, "Oh, you need to yeah, yeah you need no, to no. know all the old school horror." Oh my god! And the only uh, his filmography is only one fourth horror. But once you get tagged by by somebody as a horror guy, you're a horror you're guy. You're stuck. Life. Yeah, I know. He was, <laughs> and do you know where he's from? He sounds uh, British, doesn't he? Sort of like no, he's 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 from the U.S. Yeah, I he's think from, he's he's from St. Louis. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the same thing, same premise as the guy who was on Lost in Space, um, the the gentleman who played Doctor Smith. Oh, okay. hey, hello, everyone. He's um, he affected that accent because nobody really took him seriously because he was a Jew from Brooklyn. Okay. That's that, and his words, not mine. He he did he huh. He so, trained yeah. himself to speak like this, Will Robinson. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you know what? Gave himself an accent. ADHD moment again. Yes. You need to tell. So, Christian, remember how when Michael was waxing eloquent about that Dracula book? Yes. That he, the vampire book that he had as a child, he saw yes. as a child. Well, 
I didn't get a chance to tell you, but he actually found it and bought it for himself. Oh, so man. I know, but but he's got to give it to you. You've got to read it. Yes, you have you to. Do. Yes, you, I think that's like what are going to be one of your homework assignments. I was trying so hard. I to know find this we were book. trying to be like very surreptitious, <laughs> but yeah, no, we were too late. We, oh, we, we was too I'm, late. I'm happy you found your childhood book. I know. I really am. But I'm mad as hell that you did. <laughs> but, now, but now talk to us a little bit about did the when you held it again in your hands and you were able to review like? it again as an adult, were you were you delighted, a little bit disappointed? I mean, because sometimes I th- our- it felt thicker, when, but I was a little kid. I was like, how old did I? It came out in 70, 72 or 74. So that would have made me like seven or eight when I, I had this book. I was eight years old when I had this book. And it felt huge. It felt like this huge dictionary, but it's not. It's like that then. <laughs> so, but it felt so much thicker. And I, I read through a couple of pages and I'm like, oh man, that's pretty awesome. And, <laughs> but it's not, it felt more epic than it, it was. Yeah, so sometimes no. you can't go home. But it's still pretty it's cool. personally epic. It's not yes. like in the grand scheme of things epic. Like this is a book that secretly has the best vampire information. But like for you, it was it was it was your time machine? Was that your first? Was that your first book that where you read about vampires or no? I've read, something I've that, read okay. about vampires before, but this is the first like encyclopedia of vampires where gotcha. it, it had all the lore. Because mm-hmm. you grow up as a kid. I mean, we just got stuff. I mean, we learned stuff sort of through osmosis where, I mean, back then, if you asked a kid, how do you kill a a vampire? We would all have known you jam a steak through its heart, drag them out in the sunlight. I mean, garlic, garlic. Well, holy water will burn them, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, garlic. Garlic. Um, you add garlic for good measure. Yeah, garlic. <laughs> well, if you're Italian, you like garlic. So <laughs> cut off their heads. Cut. Well, yeah, that must be the worst thing in the world to be an Italian vampire. And probably a Sicilian vampire, maybe. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. no I'm, not, I'm not going there, but uh, oh, no. I feel a popcorn mm. moment coming on. Oh, uh, God, no. Okay, uh, but you have to you have to give no, a little bit of the inside joke no, about no, why no, Sicilian no, vampires. No, 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 we don't have to. No, inside no, no, no. We're gonna spare. Okay, yeah, all right, we're all right. Spare our people. If you know, you know, kind yeah, of a if thing. You know, okay, you know, if right. you know, uh, you know, put on your cape and figure it out. Sicilian vampire. Mm-hmm. See, mm, that, was, bad, that was right? good. That was right. good. <laughs> um, there was a comment here that I had seen uh, that I wanted to shout out. Uh, shout out to Shane Bauer. We did get your music. I'm going to be reaching out to you shortly, my man. All right, Shane. Um, Someone asked me what was my favorite superhero growing up, and to be honest with you, it's, it's, it was very basic, but it was always a tie between uh, Spider-Man and Superman. Of course. I, I, Spider-Man, for me as a kid, I had, I had started that love because the, well, the movie came out at the time, and my, my, uh, my mom and dad were like, oh, then you, then you got to read some of the books, and you got to see this. And then for one of my birthday parties, I was fully dressed up as Spider-Man. And uh, at the time, my dad had known uh, a Cirque du Soleil performer he was friends with. And I was small enough that he actually made it that I could climb on the wall. He held me. And I remember, like, climbing up the wall in my house. Like, it's one of my, like... I hope I never lose that memory. It's one of my favorites. So it's always a tie between Aww. Spider-Man and Superman. <laughs> that's, that's like kind of heartbreaking. Like, I hope I never lose that memory. But, you know, <laughs> goddamn Alzheimer's. I, I know it's coming. It's like, <laughs> no, no, don't, don't do that. I mean, come on. But no, it's just, it's one of, it's, you know what I mean? I mean it kindly, but I, I very much, I, it's one of my favorite memories. But yeah, those are my two favorite superheroes. I know you asked for one. I gave you two. All right, Christopher. Christopher Hewitt, another Uber fan. And I'm you kidding? For me, you're all super fans. Yeah. So I, I it, everybody here who's watching is much appreciated. So this is, it's also helping us because we're still tired and recovered from that yeah, weekend. Much, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's getting better, though. So, it's yeah, getting it better. It is getting better. Oh, for sure. Um, are we, uh, did you do the, did you do the top five? No, oh, okay. You only I, did one of the top. And then we got a, one. Well, okay. We have, four more. we have four more we to have go. We have four more. I hate four this place. This is really good. And there are, all, there are so many different titles. If you want to call the store and pick my brain, 732-758-0508. You can call the stash. You can pick my brain anytime you want, as long as I'm here um, and answering the phone. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I don't. And sometimes I'm not here. So, uh, yeah, give us a call. All right, Shaolin Cowboy. 
Ooh. Cruel to be kin. This is actually, I, I love Jeff Darrow. Um, his art, pardon me, his artwork alone makes it worth it. Shaolin Cowboy is, he's a monk. He's a Shaolin monk who travels to the, um, the American Southwest because he's enamored of cowboys and he has powers and uh, calamity tends to, to find him. Oh my God. That's amazing. Look at this. This is Jeff Darrow who did this is number uh, one. I hold it up. Big so guy and rusty. Anybody yes. who's, yep. this is numero uno. That's all you need to know about the Shaolin cowboy, but this is like uh, one of his, that is such a cool premise. This is one of his um, offshoots. Like Hellboy had many different miniseries. Mm, cool. Okay. Okay. Nets. Immortal X-Men, number two, numero uno, numero dos. dos numero I was about to say, God. numero dos. dos. <laughs> All right, the Immortal X-Men. Um, if you haven't been following the X-Men, uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff, Jonathan Hickman brought them into um, this phase of being X-Men where they have a, they have their own island continent slash whatever you want to call compound it, yeah, yeah it's it's theirs their con their country it's what was it called country. again it's called uh krakoa krakoa and krakoa, it's yeah. also krakoa was the island that brought the new x-men together the international mm -hmm. team wolverine storm colossus thunderbird nightcrawler and uh banshee what? what was the name of the of the location that magneto started like genosha but he didn't genosha, start it. he yeah. took over Okay. Yeah, it was Genosha. Genosha was where they used uh, mutants as slaves. Yeah, okay. There, it was yeah. like the, yeah, it was very, and then he very apartheid. Went and took like, it over. Because I was going to say, this isn't the first time that no. the mutants have claimed territory as no. their own. And, okay. No, no, this is Krakoa. And this is um, all the mutants, all the time. They banded together. You've got Charles and Magneto and Dr. Sinister and Apocalypse all working together towards a common goal, which wow. is... Not to destroy humanity, although I'm I'm pretty sure that Sinister and uh, Apocalypse are like it's in there somewhere. Yeah, they're like eh, you know what, might as well throw it in there. We'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to it. Uh, but now the Immortal X Men they they've got these councils, and Hope Summers has just joined the uh, one of the the councils. I think it's called the Quiet Council, and. It's it's interesting because you see all of these X-Men, Celine, the Black Queen, was denied membership onto the council and in favor of Hope Summers. And Hope is the first mutant born after um, after M-Day, which is Scarlet Witch saying no more mutants. Mm. And so she was that was why she's named hope because she gave hope to the mutant to race. The mutant. Oh, wow. And, uh, she was raised in the future by cable. She was just an orphan. Oh, cable's and a busy guy. Cable is really, I mean, you know, for being the son of Cyclops and a, uh, clone of Jean gray. Yes. He is very, very busy. That's who cable is truly. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's the son of Cyclops and a clone of, mm -hmm. of Jean gray. Yes. Mm -hmm. Madeline Pryor. Madeline oh, Pryor. She yep. was the Goblin Queen. So yeah, you there's like see, I oh, feel yeah. fifty see, years is... of of X Men. Yeah, because I mean, uh, yeah, that's I'm thinking of movie Cable. Yeah. So like, I'm already like, what? That's such okay, okay, pretty cool though, right? That's pretty baller. Yeah. So what is this one? Because this is a crazy cover of coming up next. Oh, Flash. Yeah. Ha ha ha! The Flash. This is Flash number seven eighty two. And this is uh, Flash and Kid Flash. And I'm going to name who they are. It's not Barry Allen Flash. This is Wally West and his cousin, Wallace Flash. Wallace Flash. Wallace uh, Allen. Mm -hmm. So there's uh, Barry Allen, Wally West, and Wallace Allen, who is uh, this. It's very, very odd. But that's, that's What's how odd the family about it? goes. Because there's, it's Wally West and Wallace Alan. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if anybody in your family, do you have cousins who have the same name? Uh, similar, yeah. Sim not similar names. The same the name. Same name. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, cool. Yes, it is. I know. It's and, confusing. Yeah, it's very confusing. So, um, and they made uh, Wallace uh, Allen 
he was uh, the the new Kid Flash is black, which is pretty cool because there was no Wally West in the New Fifty Two, which is where Wallace is from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So okay, they they revamped um, Wallace huh? as and is he Wallace West? I don't know. Are Wallace you uh, are you um? Enjoying the storyline. Oh, it's amazing. This mm-hmm. is this is fantastic. But mm-hmm. it's Wally is taking over as the Flash, where it was Barry back mm-hmm. in the day. Now Barry is off doing some whatever. Um, he's Who actually, is your favorite Flash? Is it Jay? It is. I love Jay Garrick. Jay Garrick is one of my. He possibly is my favorite Flash because I just dig the costume mm-hmm. and the fact the that helmet. He, the helmet was great. Oh yeah. Um, I grew up reading about Barry, and Barry was. Very straight laced and very stiff, you know, he had a mm-hmm. stick up his ass and he was very Midwestern. Um, it, and it's very interesting because back in Reserved the day. Reserved and hard to get to know. Like, was that part of his storyline that he was? A little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, he was also very anti-Russian. Like back in the 80s. Oh, well, there you go. He was like the Russian, the Ruskies, you know, he was <laughs> Wolverines. That was, oh, that was okay. Barry Allen. Uh, he was very, you know, these guys are liars. They they lie on behalf of their government. And, you know. He that was like a major part of his character for a while. Yeah. And Wally, too. Wally, when he was with the Teen Titans, there was a um, a character called Red Star. He was originally called Starfire, but he was. And Wally, Red not Star. Wallace. No, Wally. This is Wally okay. West. See, and it is he, confusing. Yes. <laughs> so. Uh, Wally was, he's like, I'm Midwestern. I don't trust anyone who's Russian because they, why, why are they here? They're here to spy on us. They're here to, you know, destroy our way of life. They hate capitalism. I'm like, that is such a narrow view to take, but I understood it back in the day. And it's like one of those, one of those uh, lines that you're, you're walking like, I, I like this character, but I don't like what he stands for mm-hmm. completely. It's so it's conflict. Yes. But that's also what makes characters so great. Exactly. That friction, because mm-hmm. most of the other Teen Titans are like, hey, Wally, you know, don't don't beat the crap out of this guy because he was there. to Don't be a dick to the Russian. Well, the Russian came over because he had to um, he had to eliminate a threat that mm-hmm. his uh, a misguided person sent this woman over to infect all these people. She was um, like the um, patient zero and people were getting sick and um, Red Star came over to uh, eliminate the threat. He was going to kill her. Okay. And while he's like, you cold, heartless bastard. And they, they convinced Red Star not to kill her, but to bring her to a hospital and let her, you know, let them try to help her. And if not, let her die with, you know, dignity. Mm-hmm. And it's like, my way is is better because it spares her pain. And they're like, that's what kind of a monster are you? He's like, listen, today was supposed to be my wedding day. And that girl that just died, that was my fiance. Ooh. So he's like, go fuck yourself. And he turned his back. And it ain't the away. type of day. No. Yeah. No, yeah, don't, don't mess with me. And he should have beaten the shit out of Wally a little bit more in my opinion. So, mm, okay. But I love Wally West. I mean, you know, you are clearly a big Flash fan. I for like sure. Flash, yes. You, okay. But I, was, I didn't love that part of that it. That part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is him meeting uh, Iron Heights has a warden by the name of uh, Gregory Wolf. And we're going to see what happens. He's not on the up and up. Okay. So. In, in this particular comic line, it's the... the because I always thought Amanda Waller was the head of Iron Heights for a no, minute, wasn't she's, she? No, she's the head of Bell Rev. Bell Rev. Bell Rev. Okay. There are there are many Supermax prisons. Okay, and Iron Heights is the one near Central it's City. Central City. Yep. Yeah. Then there's Bell Rev down in um, something parish in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Like I forget what. Okay. And then there's um, Strikers. Strikers Island is in Metropolis, Ooh. which is also Supermax. Okay. And then there's Blackgate Prison in Gotham, which is if you're not crazy enough for Arkham, you go there. Too crazy for Boys Town, too much of a boy for Crazy Town. See, like and this is this is a bit off topic, so I apologize. But I always thought that like DC movies moving forward, I mean, 
at least an offshoot of them should be like smaller stories about those type of places. Like I would love to see almost a the rock version with any of like an Iron Heights with a Bell Rev and what was the place in Metropolis? Strikers. With strikers. Like mm-hmm. I think I think that'd be amazing. But I, that's just a I don't know. That's just my own thoughts on the matter. Sorry about that. Uh, someone no, had actually left a someone had left a cool comment that I actually wanted your thoughts on. The Flash, in my opinion, from Scott. The Flash, in my opinion, is more like a Marvel character, and Thor is more of a DC character. Just an opinion. What do you think of that? Hmm. What do you um, both think of that? Because I, that's very particular thought. That uh, I don't really, I don't know. I just saw it and I was like, that's very interesting. That's a little odd, and I. It depends on who's writing them, I guess, or yeah. writing them, I guess. So, yeah. It depends on who's the writer at the time. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, there is cross-contamination with writers between the, the major companies all the time. So it yeah. could, it really could wholly depend on what you read. Uh, back in the day, you were either a DC guy or a Marvel guy. And when you switched, it was huge news. Mm-hmm. Like uh, George Perez, when he moved over, to dc it was huge jack kirby huge because it just didn't happen yeah jack was the architect of the the marvel universe Mm -hmm. so when he jumped ship you know he and stan had a falling out and um he went over to dc for a couple of years and he created the entire uh fourth world oh okay he created uh forever people mr miracle uh dark side um you know, and he he turned it into like this epic. Um, when he I, left, when he left Marvel, did he like permanently leave Marvel, or was it for like, a while. or did he just uh, switch sides, but then went back to the well for a he, bit? He went back um, back in 1976, I believe it was, and he was like their art director. Okay, he was, and and he still had his fingers in Captain America. He was drawing the Captain America. Yeah, it was seventy six because mm-hmm. he did that Captain America bicentennial issue, mm-hmm. and it was actually really cool. He, uh, he made his mark on Captain America all over again because he was one of the co creators. Yeah. So, sorry, I did not mean to get off on a tangent. What is our last comic? Uh, oh, our last one is uh, Shadow War Zone. Which is uh, I love this this cover. It's a, Shadow Warzone. It's an homage to uh, Uncanny X Men one forty one, which is one of my all time favorite covers. Ooh, so yeah, it's got uh, the the wanted poster in the background. But this is um, during the Shadow War. Uh, for anyone who spoilers, um, spoiler alert, spoilers. Deathstroke killed Rachel Gould, and now oh. Talia. His daughter wants revenge, so she put the League of Shadows out and a contract out on Slade Wilson and all of his known associates. So this is actually the the stories in between uh, the major conflict, which is oh really cool. okay, the little so, stories, yeah. Ah, oh, and someone had asked earlier what the actual plot of the first book was. I hate this place because you had talked about the oh yeah the the alt the the uh the art and the alternate title but what is this actually about this is about a young lady and uh her partner who inherit uh her aunt's cow farm Mm -hmm. out in the middle of nowhere and um kind of sucks for her because the place it ain't ain't, ain't a good place and it's I, i can't even say that it's haunted it's you have to read it. It's evil. <laughs> There's some shit that goes down in here. So, yeah. So those were your five picks. There you are. Huh. And I learned some stuff, too. That was pretty dope. Uh, someone else had left a comment. I wanted to say thank you for everything you did at the Stash Bash. Y'all are the real heroes and deserve your props. Had a blast, and I'll be seeing you again in early June. Shane, thank you, Shane. Sweet. That is very sweet. Thank you, man. That is much appreciated. Kristen did so much work behind the scenes at the Q and A, and holy crap, yes, and and all the, um, all the interstitial videos that you did with people, and this young lady is the which M- we're gonna lady. we're gonna get to review and uh, put together see, and put out there. That'll be great. You will see them by Friday. Great. Yeah, it was a 
it was such a fun experience. And then, as I said in the last episode, it was really, really eye-opening to see how much this place actually means to people. Yeah. And I think you'll see that in the video that I make. So, yeah. Yeah, I was everywhere, Shane. So I'm... uh, He was. I was... uh, And she is the MVP. She was... Oh, my girl. Oh, my God. She kicked ass. Oh, man. Uh, Okay. And uh, Joe Garifo. Joe Garifo. Joe, how do we pronounce that last name? Garifo or Garifo? Um, <laughs> I'm still interested in that thing we were talking about, the stash bash. I love that. Actually, it. this guy is a huge part of that thing we were talking about at the stash bash, along with uh, Chris Abalo. So, yes. and you know, so we're, we, about. we need to get writing. Yeah. So, so we'll, 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 be writing. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we will talk. Damn straight. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you guys have any questions for us, please send them through. Uh, yeah. This is very much. What is the um, the email again? Uh, live from the secret stash at gmail.com. Live from the secret stash at. Have we talked about Marty Grabstein coming in? No, on June 7th, we June 11th. Okay, awesome. We got events to cover, All people, because right. yeah, we got some cool stuff happening. Real quickly, right? Yeah. So Marty Grabstein, who, <clears throat> excuse me, is the voice of uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog, uh, and which just got renewed, I think. And they just produced a movie with Scooby-Doo, crossover movie with Scooby-Doo. So there's a lot of really cool stuff going on with that uh, with that property and that franchise. So um, And we're going to have him here in the store. We're delighted. It's going to be June 11th. Uh, he'll be here pretty much all day. I think he's going to get here a little early. So he'll be here when the door's I'm open. set up here like this. Absolutely. And, uh, mm-hmm. Come in, he'll sign, he'll take pictures. He'll do videos for you, like Cameo. Uh, I don't know how much he's charging for that, but We'll have uh, his. Yeah, we'll have I mean, so every, and it's going to be free and open to the public, so you don't have to worry yeah. about having a ticket. If you're a fan of Marty's already and you just want to come yeah. and show support and hang out with him, he will be here June 11th. Uh, and for folks coming in just to come in and hang out and buy their comics and look around the store, they're going to get a thrill because the they're going to get to meet him. It's the same as the as David's event when David yes. came in. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so yeah. it's the same mm-hmm. premise where it's like you you yeah. can come in. It's still an open day. It's not closed to the public. No, absolutely not. This is absolutely this not is open and the more the, the more the merrier. Yeah, yeah, bring bring your kids in to meet Marty. You know, and, he's a hell of a guy. Yeah. He's you, you, everyone who comes in will will uh, will definitely enjoy meeting him. We're delighted to have him, and this is part of an ongoing series. I think we have what after Marty, we so far have probably another four or five folks that were that are on the yes. schedule to come in for the rest of the year. Chris Campana. So, yep, bringing more creators. In. Uh, he's uh, an artist who's about ready to pop, my buddy Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, nice. Look at you. Uh, that's June 25th. Richard David, Cult of Dracula is October 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got uh, Alton Simpson who does um, the uh, Vampires of New Jersey coming uh, October 29th, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Mike McCone, superstar artist, uh, superstar British artist. Because okay. if you're a superstar artist and you're not British, <laughs> get the hell out of here. No, I'm kidding. He's um, an amazing artist, did uh, Exiles and um, Justice League, Justice League Quarterly. Uh, just a, a fantastic artist mm-hmm. and variant covers for Marvel, like up the yin yang. Uh, he's going to be here in July sometime. We're going to nail that down. Mm-hmm. But he's going to come in on a Wednesday. I love that events are like more events like that are are coming through here because I think that especially with David, you guys had struck gold with something with that, and I can't wait to see with with Marty with everybody that comes through here eventually. David's just amazing, and you know I think we've got like the right mix of people. These are really nice people that we're just trying to showcase. Mm-hmm. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you guys uh, cover, I'm sorry, I had to take care of some business. In, um, no worries. Um, but did you guys cover the Multiverse of Madness? Because I know we actually finally got out to see a movie. And, you saw it. Yeah, yeah more did recently. You did you I see it? I saw it twice. You saw wow, it twice. Okay. okay. Um, so should, should we just generally speak let's, about let's, it? Let's or should we? And not do the spoilers. Well, okay. We'll do spoilers next week. All right, spoilers next week, folks. This this yeah. week is just us kind of just talking about it. I Overall, it. I, I enjoyed it. Yes, very much so. I did not see. There are people like, you could drive a, a truck through those plot holes. I'm like, no, not are, really. But I'm like, okay, and then cool. I, I'll choose not to drive the truck right. through those those plot holes. I, I understand what they're saying, but it's like, shut up. Just know? just enjoy. It's a, it's a comic book movie. Yeah. I know that I know that most I know a lot of people 
hold those movies in high regard. And I mean, yes, you should put your best foot forward when making those type of films. But at the same time, you do have some leeway, you know? Of course, and you yeah. should. I'm sure uh, Scorsese is out there going, those guys, they shouldn't have done that. Or they should have asked me to do it. I would have done a lot different. Yeah, yeah. I um, I saw it the, the first time I actually didn't like it as much, but at the second viewing, I was like, oh, yeah, I actually do really enjoy this. Because I was hype more so for the return of Sam Raimi as a filmmaker. Mm. Yes. Then, like, I love Doctor Strange. I loved the first movie. But, like, Multiverse of Madness, I didn't watch any trailers for I didn't do anything like that. That was the first time I'd done that with a Marvel movie. Gotcha. And I was like, okay, I'm going into this, like, kind of blind. I know okay. the general preview that they had shown at the end of Spider-Man. Yeah. But, like, other than that, I made an effort to not watch any, like, the, the clips, the trailers, any of that stuff. I watched the trailers, but it the trailers were very disingenuous. Hmm. And that's kind of what I liked about it, because I'm like, I still went in blind, mm -hmm. you know, because you think you're getting one movie and you end up getting another. And I was like, that's pretty badass. Yeah. And the fact that somebody came out and said, oh, this is it, it was a great movie when I saw it like two months ago with uh, everything everywhere all at, once. all at once. I was like, you're missing the point. You're missing the point in that. Yes. You know, the the whole multiverse is a really kick-ass concept and yes. it's there's a reason why it's a scientific uh science fiction trope because it is so damn cool but lay that crap aside lay all of your preconceived notions aside and just go into it watching um the two benedicts both fantastic actors work their magic on you yes and uh the amazing elizabeth olsen and I, I this is my i will say this is my favorite marvel movie of hers i i loved watching her in wandavision yes i really did i'm like this is it was very sweet and i i kind of you know with all the avengers movies it's very she's got an arc and it's very, very sweet, and it's very touching and heartbreaking at the same time. And WandaVision was all those things. Mm -hmm. And this was the culmination of everything else, and you realize that she was a fantastic character, that she was, is a fantastic character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, She's amazing, and I want to see her Scarlet Witch movie. So. <laughs> yeah. I... She, for me, was the standout performance, but I did love America Chavez. I loved mm -hmm. that character. I but thought... they never spotlight, spotlit her in any of the trailers. No. So, no. Yeah, that, yeah, that was weird. I, know, I think, I, think I, I like her character. I'm looking forward to seeing how her character is developed. Um, you know, they're certainly setting her up to be sort of the wide-eyed, like, oh, you know, was what's she... going on here? But at the very end, she kind of owned her badassery, which I yeah, loved. Like, that's... she really stepped into it. Was she in the teaser that was at the end of Spider-Man? Or was she cut out? Because there's, there's a specific shot that I'm thinking of when they have the door open uh -huh. and they're looking into that sanctum where they keep that book. But I don't remember seeing America's character in the in that teaser so i'm wondering if she was cut out probably. to like keep the hype but i i yeah, really probably. did enjoy it but here's the the funny thing that i was laughing because i went with my buddy ray a, a shout out to my buddy ray and uh, my friend amy and we were laughing because we were like this is this is a marvel evil dead movie and i've never been happier yeah, like he can't because he can't help himself but like i'm watching this and i'm like oh he's got He's got the, the the deadite vision in there. There's a there's a sequence in this movie where it's like, oh my god, it is straight out of Evil Dead, and I was giddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I Michael knows that I have. I I mean, I prefer my superhero genre, like straight up badass. You know, good versus evil, head yeah. on. I don't mind the humor. I don't like when it. I don't like it when it gets silly and and like and like she doesn't like the three stooges. I don't like the three stooges. I don't like the slapstick. I don't like the like Ant-Man for me. I know a lot of people love Ant-Man and I love everyone who's in Ant-Man. But what they did with Ant-Man, which is making it sort of like a like a like a heist comedy. 
Yeah. And, and, and sort of like mocking. Uh, oh, to me, it feels like it's, mo- you know, mocking. And I mean, obviously it's like, you know, but. Well, they crap just, on Ant-Man all the yeah, time. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah it's just. Ugh. Which bothers me. And even in, even in some of the Thor movies, they've kind of gone over into the, we're going to be so saccharine, you know, with our, you know, with our humor. It's kind of hard. So to you, take, so. so you kind of appreciate more of the lean into the the serious of it, like what it could actually be. Because like, if yeah. you delve into Ant-Man's character and story, there's a lot there for besides just a heist comedy. You could see a dope family drama. Yeah, absolutely. And that as well. So for them to kind of lean into that, it's like, I can understand that. I can, I can understand where you're coming from with that. But with, yeah. with, with Doctor Strange, I didn't sense it being funny as more as it leaned into the the terror side of evil dead i know evil dead is funny like especially evil dead 2 and anything after that yeah but like especially i don't want to say the scene in the movie yeah because, yeah no, like, no, no, it, I know it is kind about, of a yeah. spoiler but yeah. like there is a particular moment that leans into mm-hmm. evil deadness and when i say evil dead i'm not necessarily meaning the funny aspect more or less the visual element to it no yeah but yeah. i i do hear what you're I'm saying and uh and yes that's a, it's a i can't yeah no <laughs> you have to watch the movie you have yeah, to see it you do Sorry, have buddy. to see it <laughs> yeah and uh so cool uh so yeah see it over the next week and we'll we'll have spoilers next week next week for so, sure uh unfortunately i have to get going we yeah yeah we got you got yeah. a, you got a shop to open yeah we, we do we got doors open. to open well one shop to open so <laughs> i got to get to the bank but um so don't forget to email us uh, any questions you have. Email us there. Live. Absolutely. From the secret stash at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you again for being here, Kristen. Thank you for. It is always a pleasure. Have a great, have a great weekend. It's new comic book day. A lot of comic book shops. Check out your local comic book shop. And if we yeah, can help that. you, contact us here. All right, guys. Live from the secret stash. Another episode of Live Bye, from guys. the secret stash is done. Take care, y'all. This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com.